Bonnie looked down at the magma far below. As the slow-moving river boiled, heat rose from the depths and warmed her skin, a refreshing change from the chilly air that normally filled the tunnels and chambers in the nether regions of Hades. If she stayed here much longer, she would have to take her sweatshirt off. Her long-sleeved T-shirt and jeans would be enough to keep her warm. While small whirlpools spun in slow rotations, huge gas bubbles erupted on the surface and popped, spewing ash and steam upward in swirling clouds of sulphur-permeated air. The entire stream churned from right to left, at half the speed of a normal walking pace. Standing between Sapphira and Shiloh on the rocky ledge, Bonnie unfurled her wings and rested a tip on each girl's shoulder, ready to pull them back should they lose their balance. Shiloh, Bonnie's nearly identical cousin, matched her height, but Bonnie had to reach down a few inches to cover Sapphira, the petite oracle of fire. Both companions wore matching outfits, sweatshirts and jeans, perfectly suitable for exploring the sometimes narrow caves. Shiloh also wore a ring with a red rubelite, making her ready to pretend to be Bonnie just in case. "'I don't understand how he could ever have been harmless,' Bonnie said as she fanned her face with her hand. "'It's scalding even way up here.' "'Oh, it's deadly now,' Sapphira picked up a fist-sized stone and tossed it into the chasm. The moment it struck the current, a plume of steam shot from the contact point, sending reddish-black fragments high into the air. When most of the portals closed a long time ago, it turned into normal molten rock. Normal? Taking a step back, Shiloh blew a strand of dampened hair from her face, her British accent as pronounced as ever. As if anything is normal in this place. You're sweating, Bonnie said. What are you wearing underneath? Shiloh lifted her sweatshirt, revealing a T-shirt with a lion on the front. It's the Narnia shirt you gave me in the sixth circle. It's too warm for two layers and too cold for just one. Bonnie shielded her eyes from the river's glow and scanned the other side of the chasm. Rising heat walked her view, making the rocks on the other side hard to define. As undulating light from the restless source below created strange shadows all across the sheer rock face, one shadow seemed constant, a protruding lip of stone. "'What's over there?' she asked, pointing. "'I think I can see another ledge.' Sapphira pulled back her stark white hair and tied it with a rubber band. "'There is a ledge. When there was a portal nearby, my eyesight was sharper, and I spotted a tunnel opening on the other side. Even now I sense something, as if a weak or distant portal is around, but I don't know where it could be. Anyway, I never figured out how to get across the chasm to check it out.' Flipping Sapphira's ponytail with the tip of her wing, Bonnie grinned. "'Now we have a way to get there.' "'I wouldn't try it,' Shiloh said. "'The updraft from that crazy pot of stone soup could toss you around like a feather in a storm.' Bonnie let her wings droop. "'I guess it'll have to stay a mystery.' She looked again at the opposite ledge. Shadows continued to stalk its surface, so real they seemed alive. But, of course, they were the result of the odd light, nothing to worry about. With Yerek guarding the only entrance to the mines, no one could intrude on them. 